Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your host, Michael Boldea. And once again, here we are. Another week has passed. Uh, another uh, bucket full of uh, fecal matter has been uh, sprayed upon the American populace, and uh, there's not a thing you can say or do about it. There's there's a lot of stuff to cover because, well, you know, it, it, there just is. All right, it's not that I'm making this stuff up just you know to make this administration uh, look bad in the eyes of people. Because I've, I've had, look, I, I, maybe, I don't know, uh, Beth Moore fans, who knows? But I've had people, well, why don't you talk about the fact that the other administration pushed the vaccines? I did, and I said I wouldn't take it, even if they pushed it. Doesn't matter who pushes something stupid, stupid's still stupid. So, given that, uh, let's begin here, because uh, this, is, this is probably the biggest story in these United States. And uh, Romanians uh, do the same thing. They try to buy votes, but not at the price tag of 20 grand a pop. Uh, Romania, being a poorer country, politicians go out with buckets full of rice and flour and oil. And and that's how they attempt to purchase the votes of uh, their citizenry. They go, hey, we'll give you some food. Vote for us, and in four years, we may give you some food again. So I'm sure you've heard about it. I know everyone's excited. Every loser still living in their mom's basement with a college degree that is absolutely useless unless you decide to use it for toilet paper. Uh, you know, they're, they're excited about the fact that, hey, uh, up to $20,000 of my college debt's going to be forgiven. Thank you, Mr. Robinette Biden. Now, before I get into that, there's an article I read that made me chuckle. And it was that uh, before coming to the decision to forgive the student debt, Mr. Robinette Biden ran the numbers himself. Him and his abacus were up late into the night going clink, 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 clink. We can make this work. Indeed, we can make this work. You know what? If I'm going to believe that Joe Biden ran the numbers himself, I'm going to believe in alien abduction too. So all you alien people that keep bugging me, you know what? Beam me up, Scotty. Just make sure that you clean the utensils before you start probing. Wouldn't want to get an infection. So... Sanitization, very important, even if you're an alien race, you know, trying to probe the human biology by inserting things in various places. Although, if they're an intelligent race, if they've mastered spaceflight to the point that they can come here, if they've mastered uh, teleportation that they can beam somebody up, Don't you think they'd know what human biology is by now? I'm saying, do we really need to go into detail about the probing? Why would they need to probe you? 
human biology's been the same forever. I know. Hey, maybe we can ask the aliens how many genders there are. Imagine how out of their minds this entire, you know, nut job group would be if aliens actually came down and goes, what's wrong with you people? There's male and female. You got two. What's with this 70 genders thing? That would be hilarious. They wouldn't know what to do with themselves. On the one hand, hey, aliens, they know more than you. On the other, what do you mean I'm not a squirrel? I identify as a squirrel. My gender is squirrel. So that would really put a crimp in it, wouldn't it? Because then it wouldn't just be, you know, the patriarchal Christians, those people that want to keep us subjugated in, 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 in the old patriarchal form of husband, wife, and children. No, it would be aliens. Aliens would be going, there's only male and female. All you other people need medication. Or you need to be lobotomized, whichever you decide. I'm sure the alien species that is roaming the earth, probing people's nether regions, uh, you know, will let you decide whether you want to be lobotomized or just go on meds. If uh, you think you're something other than male or female. I know. See, how did we get here? I don't even know. But I'm sure I made a couple of you chuckle. Because this is how absurd everything has gotten. Again, for those of you that are still rah-rahing about aliens, you've made me a believer. If I'm going to believe Joe Biden actually ran the numbers and did the math, then I'm going to believe in aliens too. Look, Joe Biden actually licked his finger after checking what the fudgy stuff was in his diaper. You're telling me this man ran the numbers? Come on. There's, there, you can only stretch credulity so much before it just snaps like a rubber band and you're sitting there going, I, I can believe nothing. I, I can believe nothing anymore. I am sorry. I do not believe it. I can believe nothing. So huh, it was announced by this current administration that they are planning – on rewarding the fiscally irresponsible, those that still have college debt, by forgiving up to 20000 U.S. dollars therein. Now, I understand Joe Biden might think himself a semi-retarded demigod. Who knows? In his adult state, he can think himself many things. The problem is, just because he said it is forgiven... It's not really. Guess who gets to pay for it? That's right. Go look in a mirror and go, you, you schmuck. So get into this just a little bit. We got other things to talk about. You know, the world's falling apart. Uh, Mr. Robinette Biden's on vacation, so he's refusing to take urgent phone calls from the prime minister of Israel. But we'll get to that, too. Allow me a sip of my delicious beverage first and foremost. We went back to the black hot coffee because apparently when I said carbonated beverage, some people were all a flutter. I didn't mean beer. It was Diet Pepsi. The worst that can happen is the aspartame makes me as dumb as Joe Biden. But hey, if I get to that point from the aspartame, then maybe I can run the numbers too. So, before we get into it, I know I keep backtracking. 
Uh, we'll, we'll circle back to that one. Did you miss Jen Pisaki? Now you don't anymore. Uh, this is a recorded program. This program is being recorded today. Uh, let's see, August the 25th, the year of our Lord 2022. I tell you this so that you may have context and understand why it is we're talking about the things we're talking about, lest you listen to this three years from now and go, this isn't fresh. Exactly. It was fresh on August 25th, 2022. By the time you get around to listening to it, might not be. So let's nutshell this thing. If you, a fiscally responsible individual, worked your way through college, paid off your college loans by working three jobs, this administration considers you a dummy. You a dummy, dummy. If your parents sat down and said, you know what, we should help Junior out with his college tuition because we don't want him saddled with all this debt. And I'm sure they sat around the kitchen table and, you know, grumpy old dad goes, there's this company I want to invest in. It's called Amazon. The stock's only $4.22, but I think it has potential. And mama goes, but look at Junior. Do you really want him saddled with tens of thousands of dollars of college debt? Let's do something kind and loving. Let's pay it for him. And so dad didn't invest in Amazon at 425. Instead, he paid junior's college tuition off. Because, you know, parents, loving parents, responsible parents, parents who can actually help their children out, they have a tendency of doing that. They help with their kids' college. To those parents, this administration says, you a dummy. You just a dummy. Now, there's also not so intelligent uh, individuals of uh, the female persuasion that take out as many loans as humanly possible uh, saying they're going to college, but rather than actually learning anything except to how to, you know, cult, I don't know, culturally appropriate or appropriately culturally, uh, uh, you know, make ponytails out of armpit hair, weave armpit hair, I don't know, whatever it is. But they take out masses and masses of loans. Whoever's willing to give them money, they will take it. They go to college for four years. And during those four years, they get drilled more often than a Saudi oil field. By the time they're done and they have a worthless piece of paper in their hand, well, they've got three or four abortions under their belt. They've been shouting their abortion so often that even their friends are put off by them because let's face it, after number three or four, you're just a serial killer. But hey, they're a college graduate, fiscally irresponsible, wasted four years of their life, just whoring and being dumb. And now Mr. Robinette Biden comes along and says, you were the smart one all along. We shall hereby reward you by forgiving your debt. 
And that's, it's not just the girls, because there's a bunch of schmucks still living with their parents, doing Uber Eats or DoorDash. Their car smells like 10,000 buffalo rectums that have been boiled, you know, that, that people will actually take food from their grubby hands with a stained T-shirt smelling of patchouli and pot. Unbelievable, but they still do. Those people who never really made anything of themselves, they're getting forgiveness too. But you say, Brother Mike, you're being a little harsh. Because I'm sure some of those lovely ladies who were ran through for four years straight made something of themselves. And I say, sure, perhaps. Maybe they started their own homemade soap business. They make soap in their bathtub. Then they go to the farmer's market and sell it for $2 a bar. Never mind the fact that the ingredients cost $2.75. They're an entrepreneur. And you ask them, really, what are you? They go, I'm an entrepreneur. And you look at them and you see that they're a little slow. And you go, spell it, stupid. Spell entrepreneur. And they sit there eating their own burger and they go, hey, I'm contributing to the economy. The what? You're contributing to what? The economy. See, you don't know what the economy is. It's actually economy, but you made my point for me. Those people are getting 20000 of your dollars. Hardworking, middle-class individuals. You decided to go into the armed forces to get a free college education? Well, ha-ha. All the girls majoring in poli-sci and lesbian studies of the pygmy tribes, they didn't have to get shot at. They didn't have to go halfway across the world and sit in a barracks. Their debt is expunged. It is forgiven. Because Mr. Robinette Biden said so in between licks of his ice cream cone. I don't care what you call it. This is purchasing votes. And it's purchasing votes on a grand scale. But hey, for this... Certain parties in this administration, for certain people that call themselves big D Democrats, even 20 grand is not enough. They say, hey, cancel it all. What do you mean $20,000? I've got 180 grand of debt, college debt. Is my diploma worth anything? Absolutely not. But that's not the point. I owe 180 grand, and I want somebody in North Dakota or South Dakota making, making what, 35 grand a year and getting by to foot the bill for me because I am owed it. And this is the problem. This is why the rising phoenix shall rise nevermore. Because everybody thinks they're entitled. Everybody thinks they deserve it. The only thing you're entitled to is is getting your skull crushed in by an illegal because the bangs you wear look like gold but really aren't while you're loading up your soap at the farmer's market. Let's face it. But people think they're entitled to your money and my money and everybody else's. Hey, have you been looking for a job? Well, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to work for it. 
As long as they're giving it away for free, why would I? Do you understand that we are in a, just an impossible, untenable position? This thing is being torn asunder so quickly that even people like myself are like, yeah, we, we see it. It's coming. Are like, wow, this is fast. Wow, this is fast. Because right now, uh, Mr. Robinette Biden, in between uh, running the numbers to see if uh, you and I and anybody that pays taxes can afford the 20 grand pop for, you know, hey, but you know what? They have to be making less than 125 grand a year. So that's something, because you know, if you graduated college and you're making 450, it should be embarrassed to expect middle class and lower middle class people to pay for your education. But if you're making 115, well, then get in line and bring your plate. There's plenty of spaghetti bolognese for everyone. Two helpings. Maybe three. Now, uh, Mr. Biden just issued a rule, because why not, also attempting to codify DACA for almost 800,000 illegal aliens. I know, there's no such thing as illegal alien. It's just an undocumented American. Contraire. It's an illegal alien. If you come into this country without the requisite paperwork, if you come into this country without, oh, I don't know, a green card, a work visa, a social security number, then you are illegal. But guess what? President Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security, there's a oxymoron. Anyway, issued a new rule on Wednesday in an attempt to codify as a federal regulation former President Obama's deferred action for childhood arrivals that has allowed nearly 800,000 illegal aliens to remain in these United States. Thanks to DACA, we've been enriched by young people who contribute so much to our communities and our country. I know if it weren't for all these young people, who would do all the you know, graffiti on the side of the bridges and the side of the buildings. Who'd rob little old ladies of their purses? Who'd do the carjackings? I know there's a couple different eh, groups in the wings, but still. Do you? Look, and I'm, I, I try. I try to be upbeat and I try to keep positive. But I've never seen a nation... Attempt self-demise. Let's put it that way. There hasn't been. The Roman Empire comes close, but it's not. Because they weren't... what, what, What the Romans did was they just got so comfortable with having others do everything for them that eventually their slaves outnumbered the masters. It wasn't that they were trying to take the nation down from within, like I believe some current politicians are doing. I have never seen a nation self-destruct this quickly 
and I'm a student of history. I've studied empires, the fall of empires, the rise of empires, and everything in between. And I haven't seen a nation so self-loathing and self-hating that those leading it don't believe it deserves to survive. We don't need the Russians and the Chinese to invade and attack us, although I believe they will because when a predator sees prey, that natural instinct to devour the prey becomes almost all-encompassing. But we don't need them. All they need to do is leave us alone. We are doing very well at destroying ourselves. We are doing very well at rewarding the detritus of society and punishing the hardworking of society. 20 grand, up to 20 grand, 10 to $20,000. And you know what? People learn how to work the system. They'll get the whole 20. And it's going to come out of the pockets of those that are working for 15 bucks an hour that are working for 20 bucks an hour, that only fantasize in, 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 in their most glorious fantasies of making 125 grand a year. That's, they dream. Do you understand that what, a manager of a Walmart makes what, 65? Let that sink in. So if you were fiscally responsible, if you paid off your college loans or if your parents helped you pay off your college loans, well, then tough luck to you. If you're a skeezer who just needed the money, took out loans, never worked, just spent it, spent it, spent it, and now you owe a bunch, well, that's the kind of voter the Democrat Party's looking for. You scratch our back, all righty so I don't I I don't want to I can't tell me I know I know the Beth Moore fans but Dr. Jill's hair it was flowing don't take that away from us I'm not trying to take it away from you enjoy Dr. Jill's hair while you're Right now to check, come next tax season. And you see all the losers sitting there with the face tattoos talking about how, man, socialism, we could make it work. I mean, all the other people that tried, they weren't as smart as us. Hey, you got a dollar so I can buy a can of pop? It's 240 now. A dollar won't go a long way anymore. But hey, you try socialism too. Because why not? Huh? I'm sure another Joe Robinette Biden will come along and pay off whatever debt you managed to get yourself into again. Because that's the way the cookie crumples. That's what politicians have learned to do nowadays. 
you don't know who to vote for? We'll give you some money. Now, do you know who to vote for? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We are the most popular administration in the history of administrations. 87 million people voted for Mr. Robinette Biden. Yeah, exactly. And aliens, unknowing of what human biology might seem like, feel the need to probe everyone that gets taken up to the spaceship. I know. I mean, after the first few, couldn't they... You can buy a library book. It shows you the human skeletal system, the heart, the lungs, the kidneys, the way the veins work. What's with the probing? Everybody's getting probed. You'd think that they could access the Internet. You've got diagrams upon diagrams of what the human being looks like. What's with the probing? See? Things that don't make sense, but that people keep regurgitating. By now, they probably ought to have figured out what the human biology looks like, don't you think? So the next story you hear, well, the spaceship came and took me and I was frozen and they started to probe me. You go, dude, they know what the human being looks like. I don't think it was them probing you. Just saying. Anyway, I know. We get off track, but what do you want me to talk about? Germany? Let's talk about Germany. Because somebody, uh, dare I say moi, kept warning you since, uh, I don't know, March? Once winter starts or the onset of winter begins... All of Europe, all the raw, raw, we stand with Ukraine, boo, Russia. They'll start to shut up and sit down and pretend as though they never said the things they did. Because if the Germans decide to keep the tap off, then you're going to have a lot of hurting people in Germany come winter. And not just Germany, but all of Europe. Germany, to implement energy rationing amid fears of gas riots. I know somebody, somebody should have said something about this. Eh, somebody did. I know. But, but why don't you stop? If you don't like it, go away now. If you don't like the topics I pick, if you don't like the things I talk about, if you don't understand that at some point the, the, the contextual How do I put it? Not, not to sound braggadocious. Uh, the contextual importance of the things we discuss become uh, evident sooner or later. There were people going, well, why, why are you talking about gas in Germany back in March and April? Well, now you see. As officials in the country expressed their fears about future gas riots this winter... The German government has announced a host of new energy rationing rules that will come into effect from next Thursday. In what appears to be the latest attempt to avoid energy shortages this winter, the German government is to implement restrictions limiting the use of energy 
in the country. Ministers appear to be hoping that the rationing efforts will help reduce the risk of energy shortages this coming winter with a number of bigwigs now openly fearful of future uh, public unrest and gas riots should people be left unable to adequately heat their homes. Again, allow me to reiterate, this is not a third world country. This is not part of the Eastern Bloc. This isn't Lithuania. This isn't Romania. This isn't the former Yugoslavian nation. This is Germany. If the Germans fear gas riots, what do you think is happening in in the third world countries? Or at least in the third world countries that are uh, openly hostile to Russia because... You know, America is on our side. We will stand because America will come and fight. They will to fight alongside us. And we will quench and we will vanquish the Vladimir Putin. Yeah, uh, America apparently, uh, look, America's attention span is good for three weeks tops. It doesn't matter how heinous a thing it is. It doesn't matter how horrible a thing it is. The attention span of the American government, news media, etc., is three weeks. If whatever it is drags on longer than three weeks, then we need something new. The Russians knew this. And so it's been months now. It doesn't have the same impact as it did. And Seemingly out of nowhere, a new crisis arises, i.e. energy. According to a report by Stern, limits on how hot public buildings and offices can be heated to uh, are to come into effect on September 1st, with such buildings now being legally restricted to no more than 19 degrees Celsius, that's 66 degrees Fahrenheit. So uh, any public building in Germany is not allowed to be heated past 66 degrees. Uh, I were entrepreneurial in nature. I, I know how to spell entrepreneurial too. I just don't have the time. Kids keep me busy. What can I say? Uh, I'd start sending hand warmers to Germany. Buy them now. Triple your money after shipping costs and fees and everything else. Guaranteed. Because that's the way it works. Hand warmers to Germany. There you go. There's another million dollar idea And you are very welcome for it. 66 degrees Fahrenheit indoors. Public buildings will also no longer be allowed to heat their hallways. Though some exceptions are to be given for the likes of hospitals. They are so generous to Germans. 
you, st- you start thinking to yourself, oh, these people. And then you go, well, hospitals, you can, hit, you, you can heat the hall in the hospital, you know, because we don't want the nurses freezing as they go from room to room to administer medication. Oh, wow. Uh, finally, they're taking this seriously. Public buildings will also no longer be allowed to heat their hallways, though some exceptions are to be given for the likes of hospitals, while tap water used for washing hands will also no longer be allowed to be heated using a boiler or instant heating device. So the question is, how cold does it have to be uh, before uh, you can no longer wash your hands? Uh I can't. This is just insanity upon insanity. Contract clauses mandating that landlords heat their buildings to a certain level to ensure the well-being of their tenants have also been completely suspended for six months with state bigwigs claiming that this will allow renters who are willing to turn down their thermostats to do so, with little being said about what will happen to those who wish to keep the heating on during the winter. So, wow. Now, you're going to have very disingenuous people You're going to have this is this this is a disaster in the making. This is a slow rolling disaster in the making. Cuz you're going to have some landlords that'll take this especially if they have tenants they don't like. I know who couldn't like their tenants. Look, I I believe me. There's a lot of German landlords that don't look kindly on all the tenants from the third world people, all the third world nations. Those people will not be punished lawfully even if they decide to turn off their heat altogether. They were actually... Contract clauses, why do you think they needed to be there? Exactly. Because in most cases in Germany, the landlord has to pay for the heating costs. Now, those clauses mandating that landlords heat their buildings to a certain level to ensure the well-being of their tenants have been completely suspended for six months. Meanwhile, Public shops are to be forbidden from leaving their doors open. It will become illegal for monuments to be artificially lit. Outdoor pools will no longer be allowed to be heated using gas or electricity, and all neon signs must be switched off by 10 p.m., Can you imagine what Germany will look like 
when these measures are implemented, so no statues being lit up at night anymore, all neon off by 10 p.m., how soon before they start turning off streetlights too? While these measures limiting energy are extreme, they are not unprecedented with the likes of Italy having already implemented similar measures limiting the use of heating and air conditioning. Like I said, it's not just Germany. However, as pointed out by local publication Build, people in Germany will likely not appreciate the new energy restrictions considering the government is also planning to soon introduce renewed COVID-19 lockdown rules at a time when most other countries have almost completely forgotten about the Wuhan virus. Again, go back a couple of programs. Control. You already know who's subservient. You, don't, you already know who's obedient. We can't have people walking around at night in the dark getting beat up and robbed. So why not another round of COVID-19 lockdowns? Huh? Public patience for Germany's current rulers is also likely being tested by the price of gas in the country, with the hydrocarbon having already hit a record price on Thursday, despite winter still being some time away. Translation. Prices are already skyrocketing. And they will continue to do so. Despite this, officials still appear to be adamant that the country's remaining nuclear reactors will be turned off by next January in service of the green agenda, with not even the likes of a Nobel Prize winning economist urging officials to be pragmatic and keep the power stations on, being enough to get climate alarmist ministers to change their mind on the matter. So now, on the one hand, you have the Russians turning off the spigot. On the other hand, you have the people that the Germans voted into power shutting off all remaining nuclear reactors by January. Huh. Well, I know. But the Germans are so civilized, they would never have riots. Uh-huh. This is what happens when you elect dumb people and you give them power. Germans are going to freeze, and it's not just the Germans. Because, uh, again, somebody I know was warning you about these things. Inflation and energy, these two crises, are barreling towards each other. The last time we had an energy crisis coupled with inflation, like we do right now, I was yet a babe. Indeed. It was in the 1970s. I wasn't even a babe when, when inflation hit 11%. That was 1974. 
I guess the year I was born is when it really got frothy. Because in 74, people thought, hey, the worst is behind us. We're getting close to seeing the sunshine again. And when these two things collided, when inflation and rising energy collided, it was some of the most difficult years in American history. And we are repeating the mistakes of our forefathers. We're doing exactly what they did back in the 70s. I know you're thinking to yourself, that came out of left field. It didn't. I'm trying to explain to you that what we are seeing is not unprecedented. And because it's not unprecedented, then you can tell what will happen now because it already happened some 45 years ago. Now, just in case you thought we were over the Movado incident, by the way, uh, I did get a Mercedes. Now, it was like a 116th scale Mercedes. It came in a nice little box. But y'all know that wasn't what I was talking about. I kid, of course. But you know that, that, that old saying about birds of a feather flock together? Elder, convicted of killing wife, attended the church of the pastor who cursed congregation for Movado Watch. Wow, that's an interesting church. Robert Harris, a former church elder charged with killing his wife after less than two years of marriage, has been convicted of first-degree murder. Harris, who served as an elder at Repairers Kansas City, a charismatic non-denominational church in Missouri, was convicted last Friday of killing his then 30-year-old wife, Tanisha, on January 8, 2018. He is scheduled to be sentenced November 3rd. Overland Park police say that at about 4 p.m. on the day of the murder, they were called to an apartment in the 8,000 block of Perry Street about a domestic disturbance. Well, apparently they hadn't gotten so far into the New Testament that they read 1 Corinthians. Harris was found alone in the apartment, but several hours later he called the police to report that his wife was missing. When he was further questioned, officers became suspicious and admitted he had something to do with her disappearance. You don't say. Tanisha's body was later found in a field in Raymore. Her husband was taken into custody. Several people gave testimony at Harris's trial at the Johnson County District Court, including a young man who testified that he was involved in a romantic relationship with the former church elder and army veteran. So the young man was involved in a relationship with him, not the wife that he murdered. Okay. Why does everything have to... Every story you read, you scratch your head and go, this is happening. 
And it's not among the godless, and it's not among the heathens, and it's not among those who don't know better. The young man publicly identified himself as Stephen Jr. In an intense, expletive-filled video recording, recorded on Facebook Live, he said he wanted justice for Harris's wife. He also accused congregants at Harris's church where controversial pastor Carlton Funderburk served as lead pastor of being hypocrites. Funderburk, who now leads the church at the well of Kansas City with his wife, was recently forced to apologize after he was shown in a now viral video clip throwing a spiritualized tantrum from the pulpit in which he called his congregation, that's right, kids, broke, busted, and disgusted and cheap sons and daughters for not honoring him with a watch from Movado. So, because, uh, but, uh, so what if you wanted a Movado? There, there was fruit. Well, apparently the fruit uh, is that one of his former elders murdered his wife and was in a, uh, what some might call homosexual relationship with some other man that testified against him because he wanted vengeance. Oh, boy. Now, you know, because judgment begins in the house of God first. This has been established biblically. Former Alabama church secretary pleads guilty to embezzling 209,000 U.S. dollars. That's right. Giveth thee unto the Lord, because the secretary needs a new haircut. The former financial secretary of an Alabama congregation has confessed to embezzling approximately $209,000 from the church over the course of several years. Sharon Collins, who worked at First Baptist Church of Foley, from 2007 to 2019, admitted in a recent plea agreement that she stole $209,000 via multiple church credit cards. Well, so much for discernment. I know, the Baptists and discernment, yeah, questionable, but still, somebody should have seen that there was a lot of charges for, you know, chocolate-covered strawberries and uh, bodice-ribbing paperbacks. I don't know what she spent 200 grand on, but hey, you know, that's like 10 college loan forgivenesses. So, so what does that matter anymore anyway? This is, this is where we are. It's, we're, we're so broken. Things have been rotten on the inside for so long that now the gases are starting to expand the skin this thing is about to burst and most of the church is just sitting there glazed over eyes wondering how much longer the pastor is going to go on and on about giveth thee unto the Lord and he shall giveth back 
pressed down and shaken together. They're thinking, I wrote my check when I left the house. You can't emotionally maneuver me into writing you more money. But I come back to something that I've said often in the recent months. And that is, I think, a season of famine, a season of lack, a season of hardship is something that is necessary. We need judgment. Because I think in the end it will be for our own good. How much further... Can we go down this rabbit hole? How, how, how much worse can things get? Because as of yet, there are still people wholeheartedly believing that we are the apple of God's eye. We are beloved above any other. We are the light on the hill and the world looks to us for spiritual guidance. I think judgment is necessary so that this illusion above all else gets shattered into a million pieces. We're running out of friends as a nation. And we're turning the cold shoulder on those that considered considered us friends. Israeli Prime Minister Yair Lapid's request to hold an emergency telephone conversation with U.S. President Joe Biden to discuss the nascent nuclear deal with Iran has been rebuffed with the excuse that the American president is on vacation. According to Israel's Channel 13, Lapid sought to speak with Biden in an attempt to prevent a return to the 2015 nuclear pact, but officials, U.S. officials, denied the request informing Lapid that Biden is on vacation. He's been on a permanent vacation for a long time. I'm sure the colorful birds that he sees when he closes his eyes are lovely to behold. What this is all about is that Israel is getting backed into a corner. They cannot allow Iran to get nuclear weapons because the Iranians, or the Iranians, as Barack Hussein Obama would say, uh, they made it very clear what they would do the moment they got their hands on nuclear weapons. Again, Israel can't allow it. And so what this administration is doing is inadvertently pushing Iran and Israel to war. Israel will have no choice but to strike because the alternative 
which is allowing Iran to get nuclear weapons, is not something they can do. So, other than, I don't know, well, no, because Tibet and the Indians, they're fighting. Show me a place on this earth where there isn't either war or rumor of war. Show me a place on this earth where people aren't at each other's throats. Has peace been taken from the earth? Well, you be the judge of that. I, for one, I, for one, keep reading and rereading Matthew 24 and seeing all the comparisons. And I realize how close we are. And so every day that I can, I look upon my children and smile and spend time with them and watch them grow. Because I know that Every day without famine, every day without war, every day without unspeakable heartache and heartbreak is a grace. And it's a grace that I cannot take for granted. It is a grace that I must be thankful for. Countless souls throughout this earth don't have this grace of being without war, of being without famine, of not being displaced from their homes, of not having their homes bombed. And I know that sometimes it's difficult to be thankful for things that have not been visited upon us. But it's always wise to behold the world as it is and acknowledge that you are blessed. Is it coming? It is. Will it be bad? No more than in other places, but I think because we've been sheltered for so long, people will feel it a lot worse. They'll feel it a lot deeper. I think that's the best way I can describe it. If someone has burnt their hand ten times, it's a different kind of pain than the person who burns their hand the first time because they don't know what to expect. And it's that unexpected pain. that shakes the souls of men. See, we, we, we got here, even though I didn't intend to. I, I wanted to keep it light this week as well, but the situation that the world is in will not allow it. So be prayerful, be watchful, be wise, 
Prepare your heart. Appreciate and be thankful for what you don't see in your life as much as for that which you do. Until next time, thank you for listening. May God bless you. And hopefully, we'll see you again next week. Gino, if you've got anything to say, the floor is yours. Thank you, Mike. Well, as Mike said, peace is most likely being taken off the earth. And you see the where the conflict in Ukraine could go. Russia, the thought is, will not stop at Ukraine. But we already know the prophetic word for America. Um, Russia and China one day will attack the United States and with nuclear weapons, and they will destroy four areas of the U.S. This message was given in 1984 before anyone other than possibly the dream George Washington had and 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 A.A. Allen possibly his dream. No one at the time had a thus saith the Lord message like Brother Dudeman for America. I would urge everyone, get the word out, what's coming. Hopefully people will, some wake up, some repent. Maybe they'll scoff at first or say this could never happen. Well, it's coming one day to our shores. You can't have the vileness of sin that America has. Its cup is full of sin. In my hometown a month ago when they allowed a drag show in my hometown at a park, public park, allowed by leaders in our town and some that go to evangelical churches. How many times have people in churches put their hand in with compromise and sin in America when you're supposed to be what? A new creation. Come out and be separate, says the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing. How many people have said they believe this and live like that? Because you'll know the tree by its what? Fruit. Even in the pro-life world, there's a lot of church people that aren't completely pro-life. There's a lot of people that are, are churches that are for gay marriage and gay pride month and all this crazy evil stuff. So, the, you know, Mike's right. Let's thank God for the grace we do have. Let's thank God for the meal we do get and the roof over our head because that's all God's goodness. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you.